Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Oh, put it in the air. You got to put it in the air, little young fella. Raise that ball. There you go. Oh, Oh. I love when Key sees a good quarterback throw a dime to a wide receiver, and he Key's like, "I wish I could have played with a quarterback like that." No, I had, I had my, my you had some my, good, you had good quarterbacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> see I had, see I how had, I get him back to that point. I next? had Vinny and, and Brad, you know, and a couple other dudes had. Ray Lucas had a nice eight game stretch, I think it was. Because Testaverde could play. Yeah, Vinny Vinny was nice. I had some cool ones, but when you watch, it's not even the it's not even the quarterback; it's the play. See, I get all giddy when I watch the play to perfection. You, what, what, I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's the way it's supposed to look. Key mm-hmm. is watching it, and he's going, he's like, oh, it's a thing of beauty. You like the fact that the execution oh, matches perfect. up with the design. It's perfect. What's that feeling on a team where, where it all comes together like that? What's, why, does it, why does it feel so good? Because it's what you practice all week long. It's the game plan, and then they, they line up as soon as, you, as soon as the play is called. And you look and you break the huddle and you look and you scan and you look out there, you go, oh, yeah, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Because that's exactly what we wanted. We knew your dumb ass would do that. That's why we designed this. And then it works. And you're like, ah, it's money. When Dak put the – when he had the naked bootleg and the tied in fake down block and then leaked out into the flat and Dak hit him and he took it the rest of the way, Schultz touchdown, it's like that's what we – practice for five straight damn days so you put in all the work and when it all comes together the work was worth Beauty. it right oh just it's just magnificent hmm. <laughs> this is Keyshawn J. Will and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 the Cowboys are two and one they've won two straight but there is an issue with the team that we've seen in the past two games and it's been reported upon Uh oh that's Mike McCarthy's clock management Boy, fans love to get on coaches for clock management <laughs> because it's like a simple thing. It feels like a simple thing that how do you get you, – you, well, you work what he just said, game plan execution for these little advantages here and there, and hopefully they add up, and then you feel like – and then we give it away with something dumb. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear hotline. In this case, guys, Mike McCarthy wasted a potential scoring opportunity right before halftime against the Eagles last night, Monday Night Football. With clock management, that or lack thereof. Dallas's defense came up with a stop close to midfield. With roughly a minute left in the half, McCarthy could have used one of his team's two remaining timeouts to attempt to get the ball back, move it into field goal range, take a 23-7 lead to the locker room. But for whatever reason, McCarthy elected not to take a timeout, let the clock wind down to 20 seconds before Philly took a timeout prior to punting. And because so little time remained in the half, Dallas elected to kneel. So instead of 23-7, it's 27. Is that the end of the world last night? No, but on Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli, Peyton was yelling for McCarthy to take a timeout. Call timeout, right? He was yelling. And Eli brought up the idea since it was fourth and five. McCarthy may have thought a timeout would lead to the Eagles going for it, which would still have put the Cowboys in a great spot. The point is, guys, that doesn't hurt them last night. But couldn't it affect them going forward? No, it couldn't be, and it, as long as there's a reason that he did do that, that he decided to go in halftime instead of trying to get another three out of it, as long as there's a reason behind it. If, if you look at it, we as fans, Peyton watching, Peyton would like to do it because he's a quarterback. Let's go get three on the board. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy sitting there saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm happy with 27. I don't want to 
risk anything. I don't want to have Dak drop back and fumble or something. So I'm up. We're up. We're in control of the game. Let's not be greedy. I can also understand that too. And then there's also the theory of, do they even practice situational football? You would hope so. On a consistent basis? So. I mean, when, wouldn't you – isn't that something that – Situational football is practiced a lot with different coaches, but for different reasons. Is there a situation where they say we get the ball back right before the half and we want to get three? I bet you if they was trailing, he probably would have called timeout to put points on the board. They're up so much. Why? Especially with they Dallas in so recent mu- years. They were up 13. They were up yeah. – I mean, it, it was like they were up 20 to 7. Two so times. it was third and 24 – and they had two timeouts left, and he didn't call a timeout. I probably would have. I probably would have tried to get the three. Me personally, I would have gone for the three. Yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm yeah. trying to secure the points on the board, and, and then fourth and five with a minute, minute and two seconds remaining left, and you let the clock dwindle all the way down to twenty. Yeah, but I don't think in a situation that that, like I said, if you're losing or if it's a situation where you really honestly need those three, but, that he would do that. But see, Key, I don't think it's about. I I, I think when you play, look. <laughs> It's just, just it's just, it's, it's, I, I, I don't, but it's also my habits. When I have a team down, I want to do anything to continue to put my foot yeah. on your neck. Yeah. I, I want you to understand that you are like, and we're going to keep pounding away. I'm going to be relentless with my attack. I don't take that. Let me take, take my foot off the gas. Scared just, money don't make money. Exactly. Yep. Max. That's my point. And I think, look, it's still panned out for them, but these are the little things that you have to pay attention to because when you get in these games, if it comes down to a clock management situation before, now we have two but power offenses that we can look back on and reference to. But I don't know if that's clock management. I don't know if that's a clock management. You think management. it's philosophy. I, I think it's a philosophy situation. Okay. If, you're, if you got the game in, in control, you're about to be in the half. Don't let anything stu- – I never quite I see understood coaches that. All the time, what, what's I see coaches all the time, though. I see coaches all the time. And any other point in the but game, I, don't you always want points? I see coaches all the time kneel down, and you be like, yo, we yeah. can still – Yeah. They do it all the time. Yep. Because, again, I don't want to be in a bad situation. All of a sudden, we drop back getting greedy, and Dak throws a pick six. Or we drop back being greedy, Dak fumbles. Or we drop back, and Dak gets hurt. There's no need. We're up. What I like about Did what they get the ball back the second half? No. Did the they get it coming Eagles out? Did. Okay, Eagles the Eagles got it. Eagles I, don't, got I don't remember. What I like about – what you're saying, you're being consistent with your philosophy, which is, and I'm, I'm like inferring your philosophy from the things you said on the show over the last several weeks, but whether or not you agree with the philosophy, if you have a plan, if what you're doing fits into a system of thought, you're good with it, yes. even if you disagree with it, but you're yeah. like, okay, that's how this dude is, yes, right? That is correct. If it's just haphazard, if it's not consistent in an overarching framework of the way this dude sees football, then it's a problem for yes. you. Yeah, that, think think about it though, Max. The greatest coach that we visualize and saw with our see with our own eyes is Bill Belichick. It's the greatest. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Right. It's the greatest coach I've ever seen. I've seen him do the same thing with Tom Brady. Kneel down, got the ball, they get ready. And it's like kneel down, man. We're going in with this lead. I've seen him do it factually. And if you think I'm lying, Google it. He's done it. So it's not. They, they just do things different, man. We want the points. They're like, eh, we're okay. Do you think, okay, so now, you, whether you agree exactly with it or not, you understand it. But now I'm asking for your personal philosophy on this. Do you agree sometimes, you take the temperature of your team, you go, you know what, it's going to feel like we're getting greedy here, something can go wrong. Do you agree with doing that, or are you the type, if you were the coach, because most fans are like, man, go get the points. If you were the coach, would you Think no, I'm not. I'm not playing that. I need I'm, to I'm see. I, I, I got to get the flow of the game. What's the flow of the game? I got to play. I got to coach and play within the flow of the game. I can't get greedy. 
I can't be uh, a guy who does one thing one day and does something else the next. You got to stay consistent. You because when you're inconsistent, now all of a sudden our players see that we're inconsistent, and that's when you start to get guys doing things they shouldn't be doing. So as long as you're consistent at what you're doing, I'm fine with it. I'm yeah. fine with it 100%. That's the overarching philosophy there seems to be that it's not just a numbers game or what the, or just a purely rational, logical, always go for the points, that it's a team is like an organism onto it like you, and, and it will respond to leadership and, and situations, and you got to take it, its temperature. You know how before uh, when Dan was here, we talked about Dallas Cowboys beating the Eagles, and there's a part of people that feels like when will that moment happen where guys like Stephen A or other guys who always go against the Cowboys mm-hmm. will have that laughable moment when the bottom falls out. It just kind of feels like when these things have happened back-to-back games, regardless of whether that's their philosophy or not key, like you're waiting for that moment to happen with poor clock management where it loses them a game. That's it, 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 it feels it, like that. Yeah, but when you look at that game, they're they not getting ready to – the bottom ain't going to fall out. Okay, this no, I, I know. I'm just saying, if it does, and that's the reason why it happens – well, yeah, McCarthy has set himself up. If they lose a game and at any point people can point to clock management, That's all. we'll ask Jeff Saturday, who played for Mike McCarthy, about this in 20 minutes. But coming up, a member of the Bears, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, on if Matt Nagy is really the guy who can get them back. That's next, Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Sean J. Will and Max, yes, ESPN Radio, Rockbox. Remember when Rockbox dropped, Key? Oh. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No. Run DMC. Run oh, box. that was so long ago, man. Yeah, yeah. We were kids. Fifth grade. But I wouldn't remember grade. when it dropped. How oh, can I, I remember when it how dropped. How can I remember? You don't remember when you were 10, 11? Not when something dropped. I just I mean, hip hop was... was like brand new. Yeah, but what? Max, think about what you just asked me. Yeah. Did I remember when it dropped? I do. I remember oh, hearing so it for the first ago. time. Like, ask, Devin, ask Devin Hester if he remember when. Well, Biggie the Bears dropped. lost to the Browns in the biggest story in the <laughs> NFL. We have the GOAT, the greatest return specialist who ever lived in one of the best Bears of the last de- decade with us, Devin Hester, on the move, of course. What else? Uh, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward, Goodyear more driven. Good morning, Devin. What's going on, fella? Glad you guys had me on the show this morning, man. What's, What's up, up Legend? Freak? What's up, Legend? What's going on, kid? Just oh. chilling, man. Hanging in there. Is that right? So, hey, you, you, you still paying attention to the Chicago Bears, man. And what the hell is going on with Matt Nagy and Justin Fields? Is he going to mess around and get that dude killed, K-I-L-T? Nine sacks and no adjustments? I, I, I honestly feel like, man, they need to shorten up the passing game. It's, it's too many balls trying to go down the field, especially when you got a defense that was lurking like that, man. This past week, you, you pretty much put 
one of the guys that had four and a half sacks in the Pro Bowl off one game. This, this, I mean, they need to shorten up the pass game, give him some quick passes, get the ball to the receivers, open up the running game. That way he get comfortable. Don't sit back there and run a lot of play action and try to go downfield the whole game. Devin, if, if, if you were the head coach, if you were Matt Nagy, how would you handle this whole quarterback situation? Would you just commit to Justin Fields now and say this is what it is moving forward, or would you still play this uh, rotisserie chicken-type rotating circle with everybody? This even, this even wouldn't have been like this from the start. I would have had my guys at least the second second preseason game. I would have had my start in. I don't like the going to season where you playing quarterback. You have two quarterbacks going into the season and not knowing which one start. Now you have a quarterback that's a starter that's playing not to mess up because he knows it's another guy right behind him that pretends he can start. So I would have been best where I started before the season even started. Three-time first-team All-Pro Devin Hester, the greatest return specialist in the history of football on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max ESPN Radio right now. All right, so this is what it is so far, Devin. How do they fix it? How do you fix it now? Even if you don't like the plan so far, how does it get fixed? Like I said, I would I would shorten up the passes. I wouldn't try to go too deep to get him comfortable on some quick passes, some double slants, um, some bubbles. Give him some bubble screen, you know, because defense – with the type of quarterback here, they're 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 teaming up the running game from him, you know. And then you got a great running back in the backfield, you know what I mean? Slow the pressure down, go on two every now and then, you know what I mean? You don't have to go on, on one every time. Slow the defense down a little bit, get the ball in the running back, and get the ball in the receiver hands in quick games. And hopefully the defense, like you said, you got a great defense. Allow them boys to get a little break here and there. Don't be going three and out three four times in a row. Those guys are tired, man. You know, Devin, I, as you mentioned, quick game. You know, some some hitches, some three step drops, some slants, things of that nature. I've been trying to tell my fellas here with me for the last several days. We, me and you, right now, we can fix him that easy. Just it's that simple. Right. We can walk in, and and I just had our guy Dan Graziano on, and I just said to him the same thing. Like it's an easy fix. It's not that difficult. If we can see it as ex players, how in the hell can the head coach, your brain trust, your offensive play caller? Not be able to see that. It's crazy. So, Deb, no is he a good? Is Matt Nagy? Uh-huh. Is Matt Nagy a good coach in your opinion? I can't. I can't say that. You know what I mean. You, you know, at the end of the day, man, situation. Now I'm trying to keep my nose clean and be positive <laughs> with everything. So, right, I I really haven't got an opportunity, really, really, to understand why he's doing that. At the end of the day, you got you got to be in house to to feel the, the reason why he's doing the call, making the plays he's calling. And then, you know, once you can understand that and you know what's really going on in that situation, then you can voice your opinion. But right now, I can't really voice my opinion not whether he's a good, good coach or not because I don't know what's going on in-house. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are the Bears defensively, are they good enough like the teams that you played on from a defensive standpoint, settle down on offense, maybe they get a splash play here or there in special teams, to make a serious run at the division? Is the defense good enough to carry them? I think the defense is good enough to carry them. But at the end of the day, you got to have an offense. At least you, at least meet you halfway. And that's like the, the 2016 that I played on, the defense was so good that the offense felt like we just don't have to turn the ball over and we're going to win the game. You know, if you can give the offense a little spark, Defense can get a couple turnovers, get some fumble recoveries, you know, get good field position with the special team. 
that will allow the offense that's not – if it's not really a good offense to be able to put a couple points on the board to, to you know, to win the games. Mm. Um, Devin, Devin Hester on the Goodyear hotline um, on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Uh, like, I sometimes ask Key and Jay this, like athlete eyeball test. But, like, I, to me it seems like, you know, real recognize real, game recognize game, right? So if you have an elite guy, as I said, you're the best to ever do it. When they look at a guy, their evaluation of whether or not he can be a baller is significant. When you put your eyes on Justin Fields, do you, does game recognize game? Do you see a guy who could be a baller in the NFL? Yes, I, I, I honestly can't see that. This guy is a guy that's in that that category with, with Murray Russell. Uh, I love Lamar Jackson in him. So when you look at those guys, he has the similarity of those guys playing style when it comes to quarterback. You know what's so crazy about that, Devin, though? That he can be that, but in order to be that, you have to be in the right system that allows you to actually hit your pinnacle. And that, that's the question about the system thus far. Right. You're, and you're most definitely right. At the end of the day, it don't matter. How, me and Keisha both know this when it comes to football. It don't matter how good you are. If you're not getting the right calls, you would, people would never know how really good you are. You, you got the eyeball test, like Max said, as a former athlete. You watching everything that – that go on in the National Football League, Devin, who out there, and I haven't seen nobody really reminds you of yourself in the in the return game. Is there anybody floating around? Uh, the guys that's floating around is not really doing it right now, like uh, Tyreek Hill, um, the guy from the Jaguars, the one that just took the, uh, kick, the little field goal back. And he had a kickoff return. Yeah, Jabal Agnew. Agnew yeah. He's starting to put on a show right now. So those signs are right there. Glimpses of guys that's really, really opening up that, bringing that special team back to where it was when I was out there returning. Look, man, you it's gold jacket time for you, brother, right? 2022, you eligible. You up eligible to, to get in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What would it mean to you to be recognized at that special position and the things that you were able to do in terms of a game changer. I told these guys pregame, I mean, pre-show, when we were having our meeting, I said, Devin Hester might be the only guy, no matter what team he was on and what they were doing, offense could have been bad as all outdoors, but I watched him on television. I actually made an appointment to go watch Devin Hester. No doubt. Man, this this to be honest, Keith, this really would mean a lot for me. At the end of the day, when you look at Hall of Fame guys, right? When they get announced, it's because they're the best to ever do it at their position, right? So when you look at my situation, you compare the returners, you know, and at the end of the day, I honestly do feel like if you ask all the top returners that's in the situation of making the Hall of Fame. If I paid you ten me, if I paid you a hundred thousand dollars to pick one person that you feel would make the Hall of Fame, who would it be? I don't know. You ask those guys that. It would be. I feel like I would be. My name would be mentioned a lot. Yeah, you're gonna get it. I, I know you're gonna get it because it's it's only the right thing to do. I mean, period. Well, you're the best ever about. who played your yeah, position. Yeah, if you're the best ever like, who played your position, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Devin, yeah. 
when that does happen, Most because that, that will happen, brother, what would that moment, What you said it would mean a lot to you. Can you describe that? What will it mean to you? Man, the way you answer that question, you really want, you almost bring a tear to my eyes because players, it's two types of football players, right? It's one that like football, and I tell this to my nine-year-old kid every day when we go out to practice. It's two types of players. It's one that like football, you know, like to put on a helmet, like to look good, put on a softer glove, and it's one that, the other one is the one that love football. I love football. I was a kid that put all my eggs in one basket when I was at the age of six, seven years old and said, told my teacher, I was going to be a football player. I didn't care nothing. I don't care about nothing else. I'm going to go to school and I'm going to be an NFL player. Damn, what? I love football. I was. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Finish, Dale. I, I love football. And I would have played football even if I didn't get paid. Even if they allowed me to go to the NFL out of college, I would have played football. It's something that I dreamed of, and I wanted to be the best. Whatever this now was, I wanted to be the best to ever do it. What, tell me before we let you go, out of all the returns, I think you had like 20 in your career for TDs. What was your most memorable and favorite return in which game? I would say my most, the one that really, really touches me the most is the first the first game of the NFL, my punt return. And the only reason I say that, of course, Super Bowl just stands upon everything. But the reason why I say the first one of my career in NFL football was because I was told that I was just going to be a, a, a special team guy, and that was it. I wasn't in. I wasn't going to be good enough to play in the NFL. And I told that person that I'm going to be the best NFL player to ever return a kickoff. And they said, the things you did in high school and college when it comes to recurring return game would never be done in the NFL. And so for me to go out my first game and run a plant back was really, really a testimony of how good I'm really, I can really be in the NFL. Was, was it your vision or was it – what was it? Like what made you – Cause I tried to return and that didn't work out so well. <laughs> what what made you like? What made you great at it? I, I do be honest. I think it's my vision, my speed, and then of course my knowledge to read blocks before they even happen. Combine that with love. If you love to do it, if you'd be doing it anyway, if you need to do it, then 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 you get to be the greatest of all time. You got that vision, speed, <laughs> and that need. That's Devin Hester. On the Goodyear hotline, clearly on the road that moves us, for sure. With that, Goodyear more driven. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Thank you, Devin. Good luck, All Devin. Right, Wait. See, I was a safe punt guy. Safe punt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but that dude gets choked up when Jay brings up the Hall of Fame because he loves it. That's yeah. the guy who played for the love. Cow- and by the way, I don't care who you are. He has some Play stuff for though. the love like... Pay ninety nine percent of guys. You play for the check. You're a professional. You play for the you you but, you, you play for the check during the week. Right, right. It, during the four or five days of practice, that's, that's when the you're check. paying for the yeah, check. Yeah, you yeah. out on, on the field, the lights. You playing for the love. That's right. The Cowboys are in first place, but we'll tell you if they're here to stay. That's after Sports Center. Third and one. Jack to throw for it. Got Schultz, first down and more. Schultz cuts it back in and into the end zone. Touchdown, Cowboys. You heard Steve Levy on ESPN. 
call it. That was one of Dak Prescott's three touchdown passes on Monday Night Football. Dak was 21 of 26 for 238 yards, three scores, including two to tight end Dalton Schultz in the Cowboys' 41-21 route of the Eagles. Ezekiel Elliott added two rushing touchdowns for Dallas, who sit atop the NFC East at 2-1. Receiver Josh Gordon is expected to be signed to the Chiefs practice squad and to be promoted to the active roster shortly after ESPN's Adam Schefter reports. Gordon was reinstated by the NFL after being suspended indefinitely in December 2019 for violations of the league's policies on substance abuse and performing enhancing substances. It was Gordon's sixth suspension since 2013 season and his fifth for some form of substance abuse, according to ESPN stats and information. Pelicans forward Zion Williamson is expected to be ready for the regular season after breaking his right foot during the summer. Pelicans executive vice president of basketball operations David Griffin said, Williamson had surgery shortly after the injury, and Griffin added he didn't think it was, quote, terribly likely that Williamson plays during the preseason. Get in-depth analysis of those stories and more today on an excellent new show called This Just In with, oh, with me, Max Kellerman. It's my show today at 2 p.m. on ESPN. SportsCenter is brought to you by Indeed. Hiring for an open job shouldn't morph into a full-time job. Indeed is the smart hiring platform that that delivers four times more hires than all their sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Post a job and hire ASAP. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Real or Not Real is brought to you by Trico. Trico has been the future of wipers since 1917, keeping you a step ahead of Mother Nature. Visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. Jeff Saturday is going to join us for today's Real or Not Real, which is first-place teams. Real means they'll win the division. Not real means they won't. Hold on, Max. That Duke blue tie looks good on you, brother. I just wanted to tell, I just wanted to tell you that. Hey, you know? hey, you know what? I won't be wearing this thing on Saturday. When we when that Tar Heels put the beat down oh, on the yes. Dukies. I know it's coming. Jeff, it's coming. How, many, how many bad dad jokes have you had in your career based on your last name? Oh, <laughs> limitless. I mean, <laughs> a lot of bad yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. When he doesn't bring it, ones. when he doesn't come with a take, he's Jeff Friday. Or Jeff Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Jeff Wednesday. Yeah. First one I ever had uh, when I was in New York, first game I ever played against the Jets, and uh, some guy literally the entire game just sat behind me and screamed, it's, your name is Saturday. It's Sunday. I was like, he screamed it for three hours, bro. <laughs> Shocker. For three hours. How much, Mind blowing. How much beer did he That's have? That's what yeah. I'm saying. I was like, what are you doing? It's like David yeah. Letterman. Why do they call you KD, Kevin oh. Durant? Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, what? but, but Brutal. this dude wasn't uh, joking. Yes, was, yes. <laughs> yes. Was... He wanted an answer. <laughs> how could you be Saturday on a Sunday? Jeff uh, Saturday giving the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Okay. Yesterday on a fantastic new show, This Just In. Uh, 2 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, I picked the Eagles to upset the Cowboys at Dallas, and Jeff Saturday thought I was crazy. (laughs) Jeff, real or not real, the NFC East, the Cowboys are 2-1. and Yeah, they're they're real. The Cowboys are going to win. I've said it from the jump, right? This is the best. If they play to their potential, they're a contender in the NFC, and they're getting better on defense each week. Dan Quinn's done a phenomenal job. Kellen Moore has done a fantastic job offensively. Um, you know, calling the games. They're balanced on offense with Zeke and Pollard. Their offensive line is playing really well, and, and Collins will be back, I think, after week five or, or week six. So, yeah, man, sky, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the sky is the limit for this group. Is there 
anything that makes you concerned about the Cowboys if they don't win it? Uh, I mean, I, I think your def- I think your defense would be what would concern me most. Just you know, like once you what Dan Quinn has done, um, the turnovers they're getting, all those kinds of things have been very important. It's, Are, can they can, can they sustain that? What about clock management with Mike McCarthy? Oh my word! As <laughs> I was trying to get you there, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I, I, I whiffed on that one in a big way, <laughs> man. La- listen, last night was atrocious, and. and, and Everybody got upset about the fourth and five. What about the third down? It's third and 20-whatever. 24. You got them backed up. Like, your timeout right there is, is is timeout, timeout. They, they you know, they have a little play. They get up. Now it's fourth and five, and everybody's like, well, it could be tricky. They could go. It should have never gotten there. You should have called the timeout, saved it. Your offense is playing well. You're up 20 to 7 in the NFL. That that could go away in a hurry. They get the ball back in the first I mean in the second half. Like all of those things should have gone into the thought process of and by the way, you got one job, man. Like you're not calling plays on offense, you're not calling plays on defense. You dang sure ain't calling plays in special teams. So, when you look at it, like your your job is to manage those moments in a football game and two weeks in a row or maybe even three weeks in a row at this point, it has been um, just just poorly done by Mike McCarthy, and this this situation is what cost teams against good opponents. When you get to playoff caliber, you're playing the Rams or you're playing the Bucks, and you're trying to set that thing, and your coach ain't getting it right, and continues to put those type of blunders out there. They'll cost you because mm-hmm. think. I mean, think about this: thirty-seven seconds cost San Fran. Right? Had had Jimmy G had the wherewithal to bleed that clock down another eight seconds. I'm not saying it changes the game because who knows? Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but at least you've gotten it. And, and that's what we do as an offense. Key, you know, like that's all we look at is timing, where we are, when we're gonna give the ball back, all of those things. Um, it matters. All right. Now we're going to pick up the pace because we've dealt with the Cowboys. Ready for this? AFC East, the Bills are 2-1, and one, real or not real? Real. They got real. the division? Real. Absolutely. Get the division. Bills, no doubt. They're, they're a real team. I don't know if they're going to win the division because New England still is hovering around. We'll see. Yeah. They're real. I mean, look at the division. I, I, New England's okay. I, I'm not a believer in Mac Jones to get a – It ain't Mac Jones' fault. I'm telling you right now, their offensive line is playing bad and defense ain't good right now. They get, the Patriots got a lot of issues. Yeah, I'll take the Bills as real too, but when the season started, I thought only the Jets are out of it. The, court, you know, the quarterback situation, we got to see what it is in Miami. They're not going to take a step forward without it. And the same thing in New England, young, young quarterback. NFC South, the Panthers are 3-0. and Jeff – Real or not real? Not real. I mean, the Buccaneers are the best team in that division, and they, you know, they, they've, they've hit the gauntlet. They've played some tough teams, but, but the Buccaneers, to me, are better than the Panthers. Yeah. Real. They're going to win the division? That, I say they, yeah, they're going to win the division. Oh, even with the Bucs and e- the Saints. Even with Christian McCaffrey being hurt and I'm J.C. Assuming, Horn being hurt? I'm assuming Christian McCaffrey will be back at some point. If you look at their schedule, if they can hold it together. Now, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we like Tommy, and they went out on the road – against the uh, uh, Rams, and they lose that game, a tough game, either way. But that defense, Buccaneers defense. Yeah, struggling. Struggling. What about your Saints? Well, I mean, I I didn't say that the Saints wouldn't win. It's the Panthers is the question. The question is, is the Panthers going to win the division? But real means you win the division. Yeah, they they can win the division. Is this a USC Sam Darnold thing? No. (laughs) A little bit? Okay. Not even a tad? A little bit? Nah. Okay. (laughs) Jay, real or not real? Not real. I, I, I look. I know the Bucks have questions with their secondary. I just, 
I think losing CMC hurts. I mean, granted, they have a favorable schedule. I just don't see it panning out for them to win the division. AFC South, real or not real, Jeff, Titans are 2-1. and one. Oh, Ooh. yeah, I got, you got to say real at this point. I mean, you know, it's AFC South right now is getting that NFC lease category, man. Like, they, they, <laughs> yeah. they're all struggling. This thing ain't pretty. So, I'll say real for the Titans. Key? Real. Yeah. Coats are terrible and everybody else. Yep. Jay? That's I just can't believe I, the Carson Wentz thing with the <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. I can't. So I, I will say real. Yeah, it's real. I told people for a, long, a year and a half now, Carson Wentz ain't good. He's not good. And teams don't like playing for him. Like, just look. These are the results, man. It's been going on for a while and not available a lot of the time. Real or not real, Packers 2-1 and one in the NFC North, Jeff. Real. Real. This is a this is a very good football team, and uh, you know I know I know Dominique Foxworth, who I'll be on the show with later, and Swagoo love to troll. Packers are legit, man, and yeah. they're going to get better. They're going to get better, legit. I think Joe Barry showed that he could coach up a defense against the Forty Nine ers and did a better job. So I got a little more confidence in them, and they're going to win the division, man. Just look at the teams in the division. Yeah. I'll say real, but I'll say this: if the Vikings defense can play like it did against Seattle. That's going to make it interesting. Kirk when it comes down to a Kirk Cousins. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the Packers are real. AFC North, real or not real, Ravens are 2-1. and one. Browns are 2-1. and Bengals are 2-1. and Which one of these is real? Which one of them is not Browns. Real? Browns are real. Right. The Browns are real. This, this, is a, this is a well-balanced football team. Uh, again, they don't, they're not going to be flashy. There's not going to be anything sexy about this football team. They will put their hands in the dirt and hit you in the mouth. That's going to be a real team. Yeah, the Browns and the Ravens are real teams. I just I can't leave out the Ravens and yeah. I can't leave out the Browns. Yep. In the end, they're going to see each other and For that's sure. going to determine who wins the division. Jeff, I know the playmaking ability of Lamar Jackson is off the charts, but they still have a depleted roster. Like, are we are yeah. we st- are we still going to count on them to be there at the end? I think Lamar Jackson and their defense does does wonders. The, the the problem for them is sustainability. I mean, this is this is one of the biggest concerns for me in the AFC is can Lamar stay healthy with all the depletion they've had in their offense, man. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Knock wood. He's done it so far well, in his career. Straight up. Coach, beast. quarterback, and a defense. I, I think they're real. I think the Browns are real, too. I don't know who wins that division. It's going to be one of those two teams. NFC West, real or not real. Rams are 3-0. and Cardinals are 3-0. and Who's real? Who's not real, Real Jeff? quick, guys. Real quick. Oh. Rams. Rams are real. Rams are real. Yeah, Rams are real. Agreed. AFC West. Broncos and Raiders are 3-0. and Either one of those teams real, Jeff. No, no. I think I think well. I, I, th- I like the Broncos. I like the Broncos where because of their defense. I think Bridgewater's doing a good job. Um, the Chiefs, I think, ultimately come back and get that division again. Raiders real. I'll go Broncos real because of that defense. I agree with Jeff Chiefs are real. Chiefs beating all these teams. Come on, let's I not agree get with you fooled on that by too. the early struggles. <laughs> what conversation did Matt Nagy have with Ryan Pace? We bring in our GM for that. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. You don't need 300 yards and, and no sacks. If you did 200 yards, a touchdown, and, a, and an interception or something like that, a, a respectable NFL game would Again, be fine. I can run 218, 218 D-go, 258, toss the ball, get in a bunch formation, go toss 38, 39 Gator, run ride 35 base, and we move up and down the field. Just as simple as that. It's simple as that. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is brought to you by DraftKings. By the way, I'm basically brought to you by DraftKings every Sunday. Oh, does that make my Sundays good. Sign up with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, and use code KJM to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We bring in Mike Tannenbaum for the next hour, giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. Good to be with you. Good. Mike, can I, can I kick things off just on the Chicago Bears kick? <laughs> I have to go back there, kid. I can't help it. If you are Matt Nagy, what conversation would you have had with the head coach Monday, yesterday? Yeah, basically, if I'm the front office, I'm saying to him, hey, look, like we're going to have a really hard conversation right now because you and I want to avoid that other conversation that's coming down the pike here pretty soon. Put your quarterback, our quarterback, in the best position possible to be successful. (laughs) And maybe it's 15, 20 play passes uh, in terms of moving the pocket, behind the line of scrimmage, max protect, then taking shots down the field. But give Justin Fields 15 to 20 pass concepts that he's comfortable with. That's it. That's all you need to do because if this doesn't change – in about a couple of weeks, we're going to have a different conversation that you don't want to have, and trust us, we don't want to have. But what you're doing right now is simply unacceptable. <laughs> this is why the, the one thing they, the Bears couldn't get wrong, and this is why I gave Nagy credit for not starting him at first, is the quarterback. You can't get this wrong. You've never. The Bears have never gotten quarterback right. Let's be honest. My, I'm 48 years old. They've never gotten it right. Jim McMahon was fine. Whatever. They, you know, they, they really have never gotten quarterback right. Ever. So they, they move up and take this guy. you got to protect him. Mike, it seems to me Nagy was trying. The pressure was mounting for him to start. He starts him. The only concept I can come up with is why he runs this kind of offense is, and Key alluded to it earlier, is he trying to make a point? See, guys, he's not I, ready? I, I don't think so. I think coaches are selfish and they want to win, and I think they are stubborn, but – you know, Key, we were around Vinny Testaverde. Dan Henning was a great coach. Sometimes it was half-field reads. It could be, look, Adam Gase coached Peyton Manning, and he told stories about, like, there were games where, like, Peyton wasn't feeling great. The first couple plays were behind the line of scrimmage passes. Like, this is Peyton Manning, Vinny Testaverde. There's ways to put your players in the best position possible, and it was very disappointing 
to see somebody as talented as Justin Fields not be put in the best position possible. And how can you go into that game and say, we have Jason Peters, who may be a Hall of Fame tackle, who's 400 years old, no training camp, is going to block Miles Garrett one-on-one? Like, not going to happen. Right. Why not start with max protection, let him ease himself into the game, and your job as a coach is to take your players that week and put them in the best chance, best position possible for success. I, I love you, Mike, but don't ever. Please never do this again. Mention Adam Gase and Peyton Manning in the same conversation. Just for me, for Keith. my sanity, but for, for my sanity. That's all I'm asking. But let, let the record show that they have the all-time points. Oh, uh, God. They set the all-time points right, whether and, we and love it. And didn't Peyton Manning win the Super Bowl after Adam Gase left the following year? Yeah, that, that's kind of I like wanna, saying, me, by the way, that's, that's kind of like saying, confirm, Coach, I don't know. me and Mariana Rivera have the all-time saves record. I don't know if I told you about I that. Just, I, I do. I share you, Mike, Mariana I Rivera. Love I love you. I love you to death. Please just never again. But that just doesn't sound good. <laughs> Ask Pete Manning what he thinks of Adam Gase. I know. A, he he, he likes him. Yeah. It's good. I understand. I get it. It's it's, it's fine. It's okay. no big deal. I think, though, when you <laughs> – I think when you look at Matt Nagy, for whatever reason, he doesn't seem to understand what Justin Fields is. Even though I drafted him, it's almost like I never went and watched him at Ohio State I don't know, like you said, there's a package of plays. There's 10 or 15 of them. This is what we're going to do with a lot of different formations. But this is the concept. As if he didn't watch him at Ohio State and see the things that he did that were successful to make it and turn it into something that he can do in the pros. You don't have to run everything, but certain principles and concepts, you do. We do it all the time. Mike, you know this. They go back, they look at tape. What did he do well with this other team so we can put this in so we can have success at it. But coaches are stubborn. Yeah, They are. And, Kia, I agree with that. And to take that story a step further, Rex Ryan in 2009 when we drafted Mark Sanchez, we started off 3-0, went to the championship game. And I remember Rex said to Brian Schottenheimer not to even, hey, give him 15 plays a game that he feels really comfortable with. We're going to run the ball and play good defense. And to me, like, there's a great axiom here, guys. You can lose the game well before you can win it. And it was clear to me that Matt Nagy lost that game early when he gave Justin Fields no chance to get into a rhythm, give him confidence. Hey, we know that he had, you know, a lot of nerves going into that game. First start going back to Ohio. Give him plays to make him successful. Move the pocket, have him run the ball, max protect, take a deep shot. There's a lot of things they could have done. And I, I was very surprised by that game. I'm not surprised that the Browns beat the Bears. Browns are good. The Bears have a bad offensive line and a rookie quarterback. But the game plan for the quarterback, I think there's unanimity, was awful. It, it seemed so bad, it's hard to explain. Much more with Mike Tannenbaum, including the biggest concern for the first-place Cowboys. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. And right now, heading to ESPN News on TV. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.